The strongest man in the Bible had to learn the reality of his own weakness and the true source of strength. Today, we learn spiritual truths from the life of Samson. Let's join Scott Pauley now as we journey through the Word of God. We love to think we're invincible, don't we? That we can take on the world, that we can handle it. We've got this under control. And then the Lord will allow something to come our way that just we can't handle. Samson was there. He could beat a thousand men in the power of the Holy Spirit with a jawbone of a donkey. But he can't find water. He can't get a drink. The Bible says in Judges 15 verse 18, he was sore thirst. And so we're learning some things here, not just about Samson. No, I hope you're learning something about your own life today. What have we learned so far? We've learned that every man needs something. That's right, no matter who you are, God will allow some need to come up in your life. Then we've learned that every man must come to nothing. God will bring you to the end of yourself and your resources. Then we've learned that every man can find in God everything. We've learned that God is more than enough. Now let's learn one more truth before we depart this story in the life of Samson, and it is this, that every man must learn one thing. What's the one thing that Samson does in Judges chapter 15? The one thing he does is the only thing he can do, and that is pray. Now I've said to you already that there are only two occasions in Samson's life where it's recorded that he prayed. Perhaps he prayed more, but only two recorded times. And I wonder, how often do you pray? What does it take for you to pray? Uh, do you have to hit rock bottom? Do you have to get in desperate straits to pray? Would you like to know how to get your prayers answered on your hardest day? Pray every day. Pray without ceasing. Be a person of prayer. You see, it would be much better for you to be remembered as a man of prayer than a man who wrought a few battles and wrought, wrought a few victories in battle like Samson did. His story is not remembered most favorably because this was not a man who truly knew how to pray and live consciously in the presence of God. He needed to learn one thing all through Scripture. The Lord says to us, one thing is needful. Do you remember Jesus saying that uh, to Martha? One thing is needful. Mary chose the good part. What was the one thing? It was to be in the presence of God. Uh, I, I think so many times we get so busy doing so many things and so distracted by so many things that we forget really it's about one thing. We need God and we have a divine connection to Him in prayer. You see, the, the prayer line, the thing that connects earth and heaven, heaven's resources and earth's need, is simply this. It's prayer. Would you learn from your need today uh, the need that you have to pray the Bible says that when Samson was sore thirst, he called on the Lord. Supply is always connected to prayer. Read Philippians chapter 4. It's always connected to prayer. And what does he say? He begins this way, Thou hast given this great deliverance into the hand of thy servant. Let's start here. Given this great deliverance into the hand of thy servant. Let's start here. You begin in your prayer by acknowledging who God is. That's where all true prayer must begin. We always must begin with God, not with us. 
That's why when Jesus taught his disciples to pray in Matthew chapter 6, he taught them to pray this way, Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Listen to Samson's words. Thou hast given this great deliverance. Begin with God. Begin with who God is, the God of all sufficiency and the God who deserves glory. The first thing that does, it brings you into His presence. You enter into His gates with thanksgiving and into His courts with praise. God inhabits the praises of His people. But the second thing it's going to do, it's going to increase your faith. It's going to get your eyes off of yourself, off of your your immediate need, and on the God who is more than enough. So begin by acknowledging who God is. Then acknowledge who you are. Listen to Samson's words. He says, Thou hast given this great deliverance into the hand of thy servant. He refers to himself simply as God's servant. Not as a strong man, but God's servant. Now what a humbling thing to say, and yet it's where we must all begin. Lord, I'm just your servant. I'm not the boss. Prayer is not me telling God what to do. It's not me. It's not me saying to the Lord, Lord, I want my will done in heaven. It's me saying, Lord, you're the master, and I want your will done on earth. Thy will be done. So you're acknowledging who God is, and then you're acknowledging who you are, and then you can ask in faith. He called on the Lord, all capital L-O-R-D. It's the covenant name for Yahweh, Jehovah God, the God of Israel who, who made covenant, who always fulfills what he foretells, the God who always keeps his word. Friend, you can trust him. What is your need today? Talk to God about it. Tell the Lord about it. You may talk to everybody around you today and they can't help you. They might pity you, pat you on the back. Maybe that's what we really want. But if you want the need met, call on the Lord in faith. You know one thing that to me is such a beautiful picture of the mercy of God in this story? Samson only prays twice, but each time he does pray, God answers. Isn't it amazing that God would hear and answer our prayers? We're going to come back to this a little later, but in Hebrews chapter 11, Samson is mentioned as a man of faith. The only thing that he's remembered for positively is that he prayed in faith. And I want to tell you that every victory in life is won through faith. Every great need is met through prayer that is filled with faith in God. Would you trust the Lord today? This chapter, Judges 15, ends with these words, and he judged Israel in the days of the Philistines 20 years. But notice, please, that he could not serve until he had found the divine sufficiency for himself. You see, God is enough not just for your work to get done, but for your daily walk, for life and labor. And sometimes we're so concerned about getting something done, but the greatest work is the one God's doing in you. Philippians 2.13 says, It is God which worketh in you, both to will and do of His good pleasure. Everything's flowing out in your life of what God's doing in you today. What is God doing in you? He's making you see that you have some need and that you have no resource of your own to meet that need and that He is everything, and if you want to tap into the divine sufficiency, you must learn to pray in faith. I'll leave you with two words. Two words from this story that have just captured me. In Judges 15 and verse 19, the Bible says, God clave in hollow place that was in the jaw, and there came water thereout. And when he had drunk, his spirit came again, and, here are the two words, he revived. Now, obviously, in the context, it's dealing with physical reviving, like he didn't die. It gave him life again. This water gave him refreshing and reviving. 
But can I tell you what the greatest need of all of our lives is today? The great need of our nation, the great need of our world? It's for revival. We need revival. We need personal revival. People want to talk about the country getting right or other people getting right with God. Friend, we need to make it personal. I need revival. You need revival. Can I tell you that's only found in the presence of a holy God. It's only found through faith and by prayer. And wouldn't it be glorious today if our need drove us so to God to such a point of desperation that we called on the Lord as Samson did and out of that a great revival came. Would you join me in a prayer for revival today? And would you pray it would begin in your own heart? Father, would you use this story from the life of Samson to awaken us to our great need and our inability and your sufficiency. And Lord, today we pray with the disciples, teach us to pray. And we pray now in faith, Lord, meet the needs of every listener. But most of all, Lord, meet the deep spiritual need in our lives. Bring spiritual awakening and real revival to the glory of God. And we praise you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Samson is a reminder to us all that our strength is in God alone. Thank you for joining us today. Visit scottpauley.org for additional resources and an archive of all of the Enjoying the Journey episodes. We look forward to studying God's Word with you again soon.